听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。在今天的节目中，我们首先要听到的是爱尔兰作家威廉·巴特勒叶芝的一句话，接着来听美国当代女诗人简·赫斯菲尔德的一首诗歌，最后让我们一起来读中国现代作家袁昌英的一篇散文。More to Read， 用文字抒发感情。用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. William Butler Yeats。教育不是装满一桶水，而是点燃一堆火。威廉·巴特勒叶芝。威廉·巴特勒叶芝出生于1865年 ，1939 年去世。爱尔兰诗人、剧作家和散文家，是著名的神秘主义者。他的诗歌从早期的自然书写到晚年的沉思凝练，真正完成了一场思想和艺术的修炼。正如他在获得诺贝尔文学奖时的感言所说：“现在我已经苍老。”而且疾病缠身，形体不值得一顾，但我的缪斯却因此而年轻起来。在叶芝的身上，我们可以看到但丁的《神曲》，歌德的《浮士德》，莎士比亚的《悲剧》里所表现出来的为追求真理而穷尽毕生不懈的努力。叶芝最终并没有达到那些伟大诗人的高度。大诗人奥登在《悼念叶芝》中说：“叶芝辛勤耕耘着诗歌。”把诅咒变成了葡萄园。卡夫卡则说：“每个人都必须从自己内心一次又一次的生产真理，否则他就会枯萎。”叶芝以毕生来追求真理，即使那不是终极真理，但他至少做到无悔于一生。Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. William Butler Yeats. 教育不是装满一桶水，而是点燃一堆火。威廉·巴特勒叶芝。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day. To post his intentions, his voluble strength as provider, 
But where is the female he drums for? Where? I ask this, who am myself, the ruined siding, the handsome red-capped bird, the missing mate.捉木鸟不断归来但他为之鼓掌的女性在哪里我们刚刚听到的诗歌《The Woodpecker Keeps Returning》, 啄木鸟不断归来。出自美国当代女诗人简·赫斯菲尔德。以及大量的日本诗歌翻译作品The Woodpecker Keeps Returning Jane Hirschfield The Woodpecker Keeps Returning To drill the house wall Put a pie plate over one place He chooses another There is nothing good to eat there He has found in the house A resonant billboard to post his intentions, his voluble strength as provider. But where is the female he drums for? Where? I ask this, who am myself, the ruined siding, the handsome red-capped bird, the missing mate. 捉木鸟不断归来
他选择另一个。那里没有什么好吃的。他在房子里找到了一个响亮的广告牌，来张贴他的意图。他作为提供者的强大实力。但他为之鼓掌的女性在哪里？在哪里？我问一下，究竟是谁毁坏了壁板？英俊的红顶鸟，还是他失踪的伴侣。More to read， 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。今天我要为大家选读的文章，出自中国现代作家袁昌英。袁昌英出生于1894年， 1 9 7 3年去世，湖南省醴陵人。他毕业于法国巴黎大学，是中国作家协会会员，著名的作家、教育家。接下来，让我们一起来听由袁昌英所写的文章《爱美》（My Love for Beauty）， 英文版本由张梦景翻译。爱美，袁昌英，《My Love for Beauty》。By Yuan Changying. 我生平最爱美，人造美与自然美与我均是同样宝贵。人造美中如小巧玲珑的器皿，特是我所珍惜。偶尔得着一件香色巨骨或摩登的有趣而形式极佳的瓷器或玉器，我可以饮食俱废，浓情蜜意的把玩几天，然后藏之宝库，不时取出爱抚。若是一旦得到一本装潢美、印刷美而内容尤美的书，那我真会乐以忘忧，不知守之、捂之、足之、导之也。I have loved beauty all my life. Both artificial and natural beauties are precious to me. Artificial beauty, such as a pretty vessel, is my most valuable thing. When I possess a colorfully flavored piece of pottery or jade, which is interestingly modern yet imperfect form, I would forget all about food and drink, only to play it for several days in admiration. I would then put this treasure in the storeroom, and every so often take it out to enjoy with tender feelings. Once I possess a book which was designed and bound beautifully, and whose wonderful contents were very nicely printed. I would become truly too happy, and forget my sorrows, and unconsciously dance for joy with my hands and feet. 自然美中，大者如高山之峻拔，巨川之洪流，常使我的性灵异样震撼。峻拔如给我以伟的提高，洪流如与我以精的扩大。小者如一朵娇艳鹅黄的蔷薇花，可以使我颠倒终日。如醉如梦的狂喜，仿佛宇宙的精华与美梦都结晶在他身上。一只灵力活泼的翠鸟，相遇于溪畔枝头，可令我雀跃三丈，宛然他那翠的似在动颤的颜色与那再完美也没有的形体，拽引了我性灵深处的一线灵机，使我浑然相与为乐，忘乎我之意了。Among the natural beauties. The steepest of mountain cliffs and the mighty currents of big rivers often make my soul shiver in shock. The steepness would give me the sensation of being lifted high, 
while the mighty currents would give me the sensation of vastness. The charm of a tender, light yellow rose would make me crazy and happily intoxicated for days, as if all the essence and sweet dreams of the universe had been crystallized within each petal. When I met with a quick-witted and lovely kingfisher on a tree branch near the lake, I would jump for joy, as if its soul-touching green color pulled a thread of inspiration from the depth of my soul, making me as happy as it was. Forgetting that we were not one of a kind. 可是美的人才真是我的特号。记得少年时留学英法，每见一个闭眼金发、皮肤红白柔嫩的那样可爱的洋娃娃，一阵阵的热泪会从我的心坎奔放出来，使我觉得一个能够产生这种可爱的生物的地球，实在值得我的敬爱与留恋。至若一个美丽的女郎。或是一个拔萃的美男子，都与我更有不可抵御的魅力。在这种他或他之前，我的性灵的兴奋有如朝霞之灿烂，我的心身的慰藉有似晚天的温柔。即或一旦他或他给我识破了人格上的弱点，我虽一定与之疏远，然而这位子都或西施在我的心底上，总还留下两分缱绻，三分缘由。因为我觉得生的美的人应该有这么一点特权的。But mankind is my favorite of beauties. I remember when I was studying in Britain and France in my childhood. Every time I saw a pretty foreign child with blue eyes, golden hair, and ruddy fair skin, a spatter of hot tears would rise from the depth of my heart, thinking that an earth which can nourish such lovely creatures. Is really worth my respect and love. A charming woman or an outstanding man would fascinate me even more. In front of them, the excitement in my soul would be as brilliant as the morning glow, and both my body and mind would feel relieved as the softness of the evening sky. Should I see through the weakness in the characters of either of them, I may keep aloof from them. But this Zidu or Shishi will remain two fractions of sentiment, attachment, and here fractions of forgiveness to me, for I believe those who were born beautiful should enjoy such a privilege. 容貌上的美对于我的魔力是如此猛烈而深入，可是天赋特厚、内心优美的人也是我的崇尚。只要他与他不是拒人于千里之外的特别狰狞者。我的相善总是一往情深，一见如故的。我可说是最爱朋友的一个人。我爱与朋友谈心，在那语言笑混的交流中，我如晒满秋阳的温暖，浑身是舒适；在那披肝沥胆的论争中，我如吸饱东风的冷宵，性灵上特起一番奋发。我也爱与友朋默然对坐或寂然偕行。在那相互嫣然一笑中，或恬然对视的静默中，我宛若窥见世外的消息，神秘的恩情。朋友之于我，诚如空气之于有肺动物，水之于鱼，不可一日无也。The fascination of beauty in appearance is so violent in me. Those who are both kind and beautiful in their inner world are also the object of my respect. 
so long as he or she does not wear a ferocious feature which can repel men from a distance. I will always be passionately devoted and feel like a good friend at first meeting. I may well be regarded as a most hospitable man. I like to chat with friends. Throughout my merry encounters, I feel a kind of autumn sun warmth. I feel comfortable the whole day. In my loyal and faithful debates, a special indignation would arise in my heart, as cold as a deep breath of the chilly wind. I also enjoy sitting or walking with friends in silence, in a winsome smile exchanged or a silent glance passed, as if I have peeped out some heavenly information and a mysterious loving kindness. To me, I can't live without friends for a single day. Just as animal with lung can't live without hair, and fish can't live without water. 至于那才情貌均真极丰的人物，一旦相遇为知己，我必视为人中之圣，理想中之理想，梦寐中之妙境，花卉中之芬芳，晚霞中之金曼，午夜中之星月，盈于心，细于神，顷刻不能相忘。屈子之思念怀王，明皇之哀恋贵妃，想亦不过如此之热烈而缠绵。吾痴乎，吾忘乎，思亦不过爱美特甚，奉美为宗教的心理上的表征耳。As to the exceedingly wise, affectionate, and beautiful man or woman, once they become my intimate friends, I will surely regard them as a saint to man. The ideal of ideals, a wonderful scene in dreams, the fragrance in flowers and plants, the golden curtain of an evening glow, and the moon and stars at midnight—all of these are deeply implanted in my heart and mind, and I am unable to forget them for a moment. I feel the longing for Emperor Huai Wang by Chu Yuan, and the grief over the death of Yang Yuhuan by Emperor Ming Huang. Are of the same kind of ardent touches of affection. Am I crazy? Am I absurd? No, it is only because I love beauty so much that I have come to believe in it like a religion. I love beauty. I love beauty. 人造美与自然美与我均是同样宝贵。人造美中如小巧玲珑的器皿，特是我所珍惜。偶尔得着一件香色巨古或摩登的有趣而形式极佳的瓷器或玉器，我可以饮食俱废，浓情蜜意的把玩几天，然后藏之宝库，不时取出爱抚。若是一旦得到一本装潢美、印刷美而内容优美的书，那我真会乐以忘忧，不知守之、舞之、足之、蹈之也。自然美中，大者如高山之峻拔，巨川之洪流，常使我的性灵异样震撼；峻拔如给我以伟的提高，洪流如与我以精的扩大。小者如一朵娇艳鹅黄的蔷薇花，可以使我颠倒终日，如醉如梦的狂喜。仿佛宇宙的精华与美梦都结晶在他身上。一只灵力活泼的翠鸟，相遇于溪畔枝头
，可令我雀跃三丈，宛然他那翠的似在动颤的颜色与那再完美也没有的形体，拽引了我性灵深处的一线灵机，使我浑然相与为乐，忘乎物我之意了。可是美的人才真是我的特号。记得少年时留学英法，每见一个闭眼金发、皮肤红白柔嫩的那样可爱的洋娃娃。一阵阵的热泪会从我的心坎奔放出来，使我觉得一个能够产生这种可爱的生物的地球，实在值得我的敬爱与留恋。至若一个美丽的女郎，或是一个拔萃的美男子，都与我更有不可抵御的魅力。在这种他或他之前，我的性灵的兴奋，有如朝霞之灿烂；我的心身的慰藉，有似晚天的温柔。即或一旦他或他给我识破了人格上的弱点，我虽一定与之疏远，然而这位子都或西施在我的心底上，总还留下两分缱绻，三分缘由，因为我觉得生的美的人应该有这么一点特权的。容貌上的美对于我的魔力是如此猛烈而深入，可是天赋特厚、内心优美的人也是我的崇尚。只要他与他不是拒人于千里之外的特别狰狞者，我的相善总是一往情深，一见如故的。我可说是最爱朋友的一个人，我爱与朋友谈心，在那语言笑混的交流中，我如晒满秋阳的温暖，浑身是舒适；在那披肝沥胆的论争中，我如吸饱东风的冷宵，性灵上特起一番奋发。我也爱与友朋默然对坐或寂然偕行，在那相互嫣然一笑中或恬然对视的静默中，我宛若窥见世外的消息，神秘的恩情。朋友之于我，诚如空气之于有肺动物，水之于鱼，不可一日无也。至于那才情貌均真极丰的人物，一旦相遇为知己。我必视为人中之圣，理想中之理想，梦寐中之妙境，花卉中之芬芳，晚霞中之金曼，午夜中之星月，盈于心，细于神，顷刻不能相忘。屈子之思念怀王，明皇之哀恋贵妃，想亦不过如此之热烈而缠绵。吾痴乎，吾忘乎。思亦不过爱美特甚，奉美为宗教的心理上的表征耳。My love for beauty, by Yuan Changying. I have loved beauty all my life. Both artificial and natural beauties are precious to me. Artificial beauty, such as a pretty vessel, is my most valuable thing. When I possess a colorfully flavored piece of pottery or jade, which is interestingly modern yet imperfect form, I would forget all about food and drink, only to play it for several days in admiration. I would then put this treasure in the storeroom, and every so often take it out to enjoy with tender feelings. Once I possess a book which was designed and bound beautifully, and whose wonderful contents were very nicely printed, 
I would become truly too happy and forget my sorrows and unconsciously dance for joy with my hands and feet. Among the natural beauties, the steepest of mountain cliff and the mighty currents of big rivers often make my soul shiver in shock. The steepness would give me the sensation of being lifted high, while the mighty currents would give me the sensation of vastness. The charm of a tender, light yellow rose would make me crazy and happily intoxicated for days, as if all the essence and sweet dreams of the universe had been crystallized within each petal. When I met with a quick-witted and lovely kingfisher on a tree branch near the lake, I would jump for joy, as if its soul-touching green color pulled a thread of inspiration from the depth of my soul, making me as happy as it was. Forgetting that we were not one of a kind, but mankind is my favorite of beauties. I remember when I was studying in Britain and France in my childhood. Every time I saw a pretty foreign child with blue eyes, golden hair, and ruddy fair skin, a spatter of hot tears would rise from the depth of my heart, thinking that an earth which can nourish such lovely creatures is really worth my respect and love. A charming woman or an outstanding man would fascinate me even more. In front of them, the excitement in my soul would be as brilliant as the morning glow, and both my body and mind would feel relieved at the softness of the evening sky. Should I see through the weakness in the characters of either of them, I may keep aloof from them. But this zidu or shishu will remain two fractions of sentiment attachment and here fractions of forgiveness to me, for I believe those who were born beautiful should enjoy such a privilege. The fascination of beauty in appearance is so violent in me. Those who are both kind and beautiful in their inner world are also the object of my respect. So long as he or she does not wear a ferocious feature which can repel men from a distance, I will always be passionately devoted and feel like a good friend at first meeting. I may well be regarded as a most hospitable man. I like to chat with friends. Throughout my merry encounters, I feel a kind of autumn sun warmth. I feel comfortable the whole day. In my loyal and faithful debates. A special indignation would arise in my heart, as cold as a deep breath of the chilly wind. I also enjoy sitting or walking with friends in silence, in a winsome smile exchanged or a silent glance passed, as if I have peeped out some heavenly information and a mysterious loving kindness. To me, I can't live without friends for a single day, just as animal with lung can't live without hair. And fish can't live without water. As to the exceedingly wise, affectionate, and beautiful man or woman, once they become my intimate friends, I will surely regard them as a saint to man, the ideal of ideals, a wonderful scene in dreams, the fragrance in flowers and plants, the golden curtain of an evening glow, and the moon and stars at midnight. All of these are deeply implanted in my heart and mind, and I am unable to forget them for a moment. I feel the longing for Emperor Huai Wang by Chu Yuan, and the grief over the death of Yang Yu Huan by Emperor Ming Huan, are of the same kind of ardent touches of affection. 
Am I crazy? Am I absurd? No, it is only because I love beauty so much that I have come to believe in it like a religion. Today's program is over. Thank you for listening. I'm Shen Ting. We'll see you next time.